It's not because I haven't had anything to say. It's not because there's nothing going on. Because obviously, if you're living right now, you know that there's a lot going on. But oftentimes, people speak without thinking. And I think with everything that's going on in our world right now, that it was important for me to really think about what I wanted to say. Just give me if I have a little drink here. (sighs) You know, at at one time I wanted to get on and just go crazy. Just go ham, as they say. But then I thought, well, that defeats the purpose. There's no point in getting on and just going crazy, you know. Why? First of all, I can't because to those of you who out there who may not know me personally, I, I am a child of God. And even us children of God, sometimes we get thrown in what's called life's washing machine. And when you get thrown through life's washing machine, you get tossed all over the place. It's best to think about how you're going to respond before you just respond. Or otherwise, I'd just be on here talking. And there's too many other podcasts out here that you can listen to where people are just talking. I've always wanted to come on and have a purpose to what I'm saying. And you know that if you've been listening to the podcast that I've tried to uh, talk about politics and occasionally touch on things that are going on in the world. So tonight, I really wanted to just kind of give my thoughts on what's going on in the world right now. Obviously, uh, what's going on in the world right now, first and foremost, is the pandemic that we have going on in our country. The coronavirus pandemic, otherwise known as COVID-19. COVID-19, when we last spoke, when that was on, I believe, March the 2nd, uh, was just starting off. It wasn't at the level that it is now. We were still being told to wash our hands, but we weren't given the direct order to really practice social distance. As a result of us not practicing world, uh, uh, excuse me, social distancing. And when I say us, I mean the United States, literally us, U.S. Because the U.S. did not practice social distancing when we should have back in January when China was going through it. Uh, And because we didn't practice social distancing back when China was doing through it and it hadn't reached our shores as strongly as it has now, now we find ourselves in a position where we're playing catch up. And so as a result of us now playing catch up to this crazy disease, the local governments and the state governments have had to take charge of it. They've had to take charge because, frankly, the leadership in our country on a national level as it pertains to 
this disease really wasn't taken as seriously as it should have been. That's not a political statement, folks. That's just a fact. Anytime you have the president saying that this is a Democratic hoax used to get him out of office, you understand that he's not really thinking that this is as serious as it was. Anytime you have state TV, a.k.a. Fox News, telling you that it's a Democratic hoax to get the president out of office, you understand they're not taking it as seriously as they should have. And as a result of these people not taking it seriously, we find ourselves in the game of catch up. We find ourselves in a case where thousands of people have lost their lives, where thousands of people are infected, where our economy is facing catastrophe. But more importantly to me, as it pertains to this whole idea of people versus profits, that's a no brainer. That's a no brainer. It's always going to be about the people. And this is the problem. And I'm not going to get biblical on you. At least I don't want to. But sometimes we got to really think about what the good book says. The love of money. First Timothy 6 and 10 is the root of all evil. See, anytime you love money enough to leave your own people behind. Anytime you love money enough to where you'll say old people are expendable. Or older people, rather, or senior citizens in this country, that they're expendable. As Britt Hume, Fox News personality, has said, and the lieutenant governor of Texas has said, that if he were a senior citizen, that he would consider it an honor to not social distance anymore. In a, phrase, in a way, this is what he's saying. But he'd make the sacrifice for his young people so that the economy can thrive. What kind of message does that send where we say that our older folks, our senior citizens aren't valuable enough that, that, that we don't care about their life anymore? There's something wrong there. The love of money is the root of all evil. Now, when the president was making outlandish statements on Twitter when he was caught on videotape talking about grabbing women by the pussy. When he was talking about all these filthy things and saying anything he wanted to say. And what I was told was, but the economy is good. Oh, I know he's a bad guy. I know he's, I know he talks that locker room talk, but the economy is just so good. My 401k is doing so great. So your 401k is doing so great, but at what cost? What does it profit a man if he gains the world and loses his soul? Ask yourself that question. We sending young men and women in this country to jail at an alarming rate because they put the love of money, allegedly, before anything else, but our nation's leaders can do it and there's no repercussions. But I digress. We're talking about the Corona, but we can't talk about the Corona without talking about what led us here. And what leads us here is a denial. What leads us here is a despicable attitude that says profits 
over people. And I want to let y'all know this. Whatever God you believe in, whether it's Jehovah, whether it's Allah, Confucius, Buddha, whoever you want to call your God, none of them value prophets over people. None of them. Whoever you close your eyes and bow down to worship. Myself, I worship the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Lord said, what you have done to the least of these, you did to me. So when we take the least of these in this country, our older folks who sometimes are unable to even care for themselves, and we tell them that their lives don't mean anything anymore because we got to make our money. No, that's not right. We as a country, we're better than that. Doesn't matter what age you are, what color you are, what gender you are, what your social status is in life. There's no way in the world we should ever get to a point that we say that profits mean more than people. And when you get to that point, then you got to look at the repercussions. Because, you see, if, if it was about people, we'd have had a quicker response to the corona. If it was about people, precautions would have been put in place months ago. If it was about people, the national pandemic team would still be in place. If it was about people, we wouldn't be running out of masks and ventilators and gloves and facilities. It's one thing to put party politics over people. It's another thing to put profits over people. You can't justify that. I'm sorry. You can't justify that in any way. So it's hard for me to. And this is me being calm. Let me just say that. Because if I would have come on maybe a couple weeks ago or maybe even a week ago, I probably would be bleep, 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 bleep. But as again, I said, you know, you have to understand who you are in this world. And I know that for me to come on here and talk to y'all, I got to do two things. A, I got to give it to you as straight as I can and as truthful as I can. And I can't give it to you as straight and truthful if I'm, you know, I don't have control of myself and you have to forgive me. But we are in the midst of a worldwide pandemic. Not saying that it could have been prevented. I'm just saying that the response, the reaction, the precautions. Yes, these things are going to happen. We know that the Ebola, the bird, the swine. We understand all these things take place, but it's your reaction. In football terms, we're playing prevent defense. This thing is the Corona defense. Uh, off corona is playing offense like prime Tom Brady. And we're playing like 
the Eagles from the the mid-90s before Andy Reid got there. The Rich Kotite era. Andy Reid, or excuse me, Rich, the, the Rich Kotite Philadelphia Eagles. The Rich Kotite New York Jets. <laughs> I mean, it's just pathetic, man. So we understand that the response wasn't what it should have been. But speaking of responses to this coronavirus situation, I also want to talk about the response from the public. The response from the public, what they've told us is that we need to wash our hands and practice social distancing and not to be in crowds of 10 or more. What that has done is it has affected basically almost every job. Um, it's affected church services nationwide. And as a result of that, we've seen a lot of streaming of worship services. Um, we've seen streaming of DJ D nice who did six days of mixing, um, did a great job. And then one night he had like 160,000 people on there watching. It was really cool. Awesome. Michelle Obama was in there. Mariah Carey, Joe Biden, or at least the people that run his account and same with Bernie Sanders. Cause I'm pretty sure they weren't in there listening to that music. Michelle Obama. Yeah, she was listening. I guarantee that. But Joe and Bernie, no. That was pandering, but that's okay. We understand that they're going to do what they do. They're politicians, and so that's what they're going to do. But it was cool that all the people were there, a lot of celebrities, you know, just people from all walks of life. I had, I've I seen cousins in there, people that I know from the neighborhood were in there, and it was just really cool. Brothers that I served in the Navy with was in there. So it, it was nice. It was just a great way to, A, practice social distancing, and B, take our minds off of what was going on if but for a few moments we still having the issues of people not totally listening to the social distancing order and as a result of that here in Pennsylvania the governor has issued a shutdown in some of the counties that are around Philadelphia or rather surrounding Philadelphia, Montgomery County, Chester County, Delaware County, Bucks County, all of these counties have uh, been placed on a shutdown, which is to say that no one whose job is not essential needs to be out. And the only people that need to be out are people that are essential, your healthcare workers, your grocery store workers, shout out to them. You know, the people out here who are stocking these shelves, you know, when people go out here and take all the toilet paper and the, and the water and all these other things, more than they need. If you're sitting out there right now with three months worth of toilet paper, you all be ashamed of yourself. I'm just saying. You know, there's people out there who ain't got one roll and you out here with three months. Come on, y'all. We can do better. Let's do better than that. Once again, we got to value people over profits, right? We got to value people. And when we say profits in this case, we only mean what profits me so you might look at it well it profits me if i have five months of water it profits me if i have five months of toilet paper it, it, it profits me if i have all these supplies but then you gotta ask yourself what about your neighbor are you taking any of that stuff to them are you asking how they're doing are you checking on them or are you just hoarding something we gotta ask ourselves 
I believe we can do better. I know we can do better. We can do better with our social distancing. And here's the reality. If we don't social, if we don't social distance, then the curve doesn't get flattened. Where we're at right now, from what we're hearing from our the national leaders on this, Dr. Anthony Fauci, who's part of the presidential uh, pandemic response team, COVID-19 response team, he's the leading disease expert. Uh, he keeps telling us that we haven't even seen the worst of this yet. In other words, it hasn't gotten to its apex. It has to reach its, it has to go to its apex and then it has to go down. It can't, cases can't shrink until it gets to the top and it hasn't gotten there yet. One of the reasons it hasn't gotten there yet is because people haven't, weren't, I'll say, practicing social distancing like they should have been. Some of the most hard hitting or hard hit areas have been New York City. And that's because of the, you know, just the millions of people that are up there and in close quarters. You can imagine that that's going to happen in the cities. Philadelphia had its first COVID-19 death today. Some of these other states that are being hit hard hit Louisiana. I heard today that Louisiana was hard hit because of Mardi Gras. In fact, they said Louisiana was hit at a rate that was on the same level as Italy. And if you haven't been paying attention, Italy has the most deaths from COVID-19, followed by China. They just recently surpassed China. And here is Louisiana now, I think I just saw this morning with a thousand cases of COVID-19. And a lot of that was because of the Mardi Gras and people not practicing social distancing. I can remember when people were told to social distance when it first came out and people wanted to party anyway. They were heading down to the, to the beaches for uh, spring break in Florida. They were heading down to, to the Mardi Gras in New Orleans. People just weren't taking it seriously. But one of the reasons people weren't taking it seriously because you had your leader of your country not taking it seriously. You really think people are going to go down there with the president saying, hey, listen here, we're in a pandemic. If he says, no, there's no Mardi Gras this year. There's no spring break this year. But what happens? You have Mardi Gras. You have spring break. We're playing prevent defense now because we didn't do what we were supposed to do. If we were in that 1985 Chicago Bears, Buddy Ryan, 46 blitz defense. We'd be in a better position today. This isn't about place and blame, but it's about acknowledging the realities of the situation. They really played with our lives in this situation. That's just a fact. That's not me performing any kind of hyperbole. I'm not trying to like hype y'all up out there. I'm telling you what's going on. I know you don't want to watch the news. I know you're sick of watching it. I know you don't want to see the press conferences no more. I'm just telling you what the facts are right now. And the facts are we're playing catch up. Trump says one thing. The doctor, Anthony Fauci, comes on, says it completely different. Trump gets on TV yesterday, says we're going to be up and running by Easter. That's the goal. Dr. Fauci said that's flexible. In other words, he just basically said, slow your roll, man. The president comes out last week and said there's these two meds that you can use that, that are used to treat malaria. Apparently, some people in Texas heard this. A woman and her husband. The husband takes this medicine. He winds up dying, having a heart attack. And the woman's in the hospital. That's irresponsible. 
And this is coming from the president. Like I said, this isn't about this isn't about me trying to score any points or bashing the president. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've told you that I'm not a Trump fan. But here we are. But at the same time, just do what's right, Don. Do what's right, President Trump. Do what's right. But he doesn't want to do that. He's still on Twitter, taking shots at Mitt Romney, acting like a child. Just doing silly stuff. I know the conspiracies are out there that this stuff is election related. I don't believe that. In the sense that this disease wasn't some kind of plan to keep Trump in office. I don't believe that for one second. His man's losing too much money. All his, that's why he wants the country to get back to work despite of a pandemic because he wants to make his money. You know, Trump Hotel, Trump Resorts, and all these other Trump things, Trump Towers, wherever they're at. So we got to do better. We got to do better on all levels of government. We got to do better as just people, as citizens of this country. We got to practice social distancing. We got to listen to who we should listen to, and that's the CDC, the Center for Disease Control, the scientists, the doctors. That's who we should listen to. Let me tell you who you shouldn't listen to. Your high school friend that you graduated with, 30 years ago who heard something from this guy who said this shut up i'm sorry y'all we gotta stop with this foolishness stop trading and and sharing these ridiculous memes stop blowing up people's messengers you need to block people that do that you need to mute people that do that you need to ignore people that do that they're as bad as trump five g's or 5k whatever it is that's the reason we're going through this that's what's going on no bro that's not what happened it's a virus a deadly virus where there's no cure right now that's five times more deadly than the flu period that's what's going on stop listening to your crazy theories out there the conspiracy theories they're not true it's nonsense We got to listen to who we need to listen to the scientists the doctors and the experts when you look at these trump press conferences i want you to do yourself a favor if you don't see anthony fauci up there talking turn it off if you don't see that man talking turn it off because all you're getting is propaganda all you're getting is some feel-good nonsense that's designed to mind bleep you and, and keep you off of what's really going on. See, I give this Dr. Fauci credit. He realizes he can't say what he wants to say. In other words, he probably wants to come behind Trump and say, no, idiot, that's not what I meant. He can't say that. So he has to use different words like flexible and, and fluid and those type of things. He can't say what he want to say. Believe me, if he did, he would definitely be saying something different. Again, this isn't about bashing the president. It's not about that. It's about the response. Let me do some shout outs though. Let's shout out Andrew Cuomo, governor of New York, who's doing a fantastic job of advocating for his state. A man who 
apparently, at least in my eyes, looks like he cares about the people of his state a lot more than the president cares about the people in this country. Shout out to him. Shout out to, I guess we can give the Senate and the House of Representatives a, a shout out for passing this stimulus bill. That's going to help a lot of people out there. From what I've been told, some of the highlights are $1,200 to individuals making 75 k or less. For couples making 150000 or less, $2,400 plus 500 for each child. So that's a good thing. Plus $500 billion in aid to businesses, big and small, small business loans. So that's a good thing. Plus they have some measures put in there where none of the Republicans or Democratic politicians can benefit, or at least their companies can benefit from this stimulus bill. So we'll see how that goes. As of the recording of this podcast, it wasn't completely passed. Lindsey Graham, our friend from South Carolina, and Tim Scott, our other friend from South Carolina, and decided they were going to hold up the bill because of some some wording within the bill. Bernie Sanders in response says they continue to hold it up. He's going to hold it up because of the $500 billion in corporate welfare. So let's just hope and pray that they put the people over the profits. I want to encourage you out there in podcast land to put people over the profits. What do I mean? Put people over what profits you. Ask yourself, does this profit me mentally? Does this profit me in the sense of putting more money in my pocket at the expense of another person? Sometimes we respond because this makes us feel good. We always want to do things sometimes, not all of us, but some of us, too many of us, act upon what makes us feel good. And as a result of that, we're choosing to do what profits us and not what benefits the people. I just want to leave you with this tonight. This too shall pass. If you are a Bible believer, If you know the word of God, I want to encourage you tonight and let you know that the Lord is with you. The Lord said it like this in Matthew 28. And be sure of this, I am with you always, even unto the end of the age. The Lord is with you. Keep yourselves safe. Practice social distancing. Peace out. This is Dondi.